Welcome back to This Week in Video Games, and this is the News Roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just about 10 minutes. And if you find this useful, don't forget to like, share and subscribe on YouTube and your favourite podcast apps. Links are down below in the description or the show notes. Well, it's Sunday, the 11th of April 2021, so let's get into the news. Well, first up in the news today, some distraught Outriders players have lost nearly 100 hours of progress after the latest patch. And this one comes from Wesley in Pool. Now, if you're a gamer, some Outriders players are reporting the continuation of a worrying inventory wipe bug that in some cases has scrubbed nearly 100 hours of investment into the game. Outriders' first big patch went live last night on PC and PlayStation 4, and this morning on PlayStation 5, and some players soon reported their inventories had been wiped. So affected players sound distraught, reporting that the bug has cost them the loot gathered after tens of hours of grinding. So like thousands of others today, first login after the patch I was greeted by this on my level 50 gear, 94 hour devastator, said redditor OKEntertainment112. Today I was going to be levelling my last piece of gear to 50, and me and two friends were celebrating our build completions. Everything's gone, 94 hours lost, almost complete builds lost, this is a joke. Naked at login, server can't connect, yada yada, just like everyone else. Adios Outriders, said Redditor Wolf Phoenix. Inventory wipe and not being able to load into my 80 hour main is the final straw. 30 years of gaming and never have I spent 50 plus hours in the game to be wiped to nothing, they said. Looks like I encountered the dreadful gear wipe bug. Some have said they'll be stopped playing Outriders until this inventory glitch is fixed and called for people can fly to add a warning to the game that appears upon the login. So this inventory wipe bug has affected Outriders since launch and it seems that people can fly and Square Enix are having trouble squashing it. On Thursday, people can fly said it was working on restorations for players who were affected by the inventory wipes. In patch notes, the developer said last night's updates fixed the multiplayer crash that can result in client players having their inventory wiped. And clearly, it just hasn't done the trick. Now, people can fly have issued an apology, saying it's done all it can to sort things out. We're aware and deeply sorry that some users are continuing to encounter an inventory wipe, the developer said. And we're doing everything that we can to resolve the issue, both server and game side. Our plan is to work on the restoration for all affected accounts. But it's this restoration plan that has added further stress to players who have invested so much time into their character builds. Players, particularly those who've reached Outriders Endgame, are spending a lot of time and effort trying to obtain items with god rolls that will push their character build to optimal heights. In Outriders, weapons and armor drop with random mods of varying quality and random stat categories like bonus firepower, long range damage etc and the god roll grind is one of the chief pursuits of the endgame players. People can fly has said its restoration plan means restored items may not have the exact same stats as lost items and this statement has terrified players who put time and effort into the god roll grind. It's a really difficult situation for the game, its developers and the players who are now terrified of losing their carefully crafted items. Square Enix said it hopes to run the restoration event in the coming week and it should address all affected accounts in one go. Those who are on a god roll grind will be waiting with bated breath. Well, let me know down in the comments if you've been affected by that inventory white bug and if you're still playing Outriders, do be careful out there. Well, next up in the news, a PS5 Last of Us remake is reportedly in the works, and this one comes from Liana Rupert out of Game Informer. 
to the first Last of Us game as in a remaster, but it never did get the remake treatment. And the why is pretty obvious, you know, the first game is stunningly beautiful, and the tweaks made for it to come to PlayStation 4 made it even more attractive. But that being said, a new report has surfaced that centers around Sony's obsession with blockbusters, and it's there that we learned about the company's plans regarding The Last of Us. The report from Bloomberg is an interesting read, and it breaks down the pivotal shifts being made behind the scenes regarding Sony and its current goals. In the report, it was revealed that a small development team tasked with The Last of Us remake, not the remaster, at Sony Visual Arts Service Group, and the team however reportedly did not receive the resources needed for this project from Sony, allegedly in part due to PlayStation's Worldwide Studios' Herman Hulst and other execs not being totally sold on the idea. Since then, the remake's primary delegation has been transferred back to Naughty Dog, where this project is reportedly in active development. The big takeaway from this story isn't the fact that a remake is being done, but how Sony as a company allegedly handled the project. Sony's got an impressive amount of bigger studios under its umbrella, including Naughty Dog and Insomniac Games, and it appears however that the same level of support is not offered across the board to smaller studios as is offered to more notable companies. According to Bloomberg, the smaller studio was denied resources to recruit for the remake due to the subsequent approval process, and in the process, it's become a much smaller component to this project's completion. It was also revealed that the progress on the remake was halted due to The Last of Us 2 when under the helm was Sony Visual Arts Service Group, given that several members were assigned to Naughty Dog to help with the development. And once the sequel was launched and the release went global, members of Naughty Dog itself were sent over to work on the remake. Also noted in the report is the founder of Sony Visual Arts Services, Michael Mumbauer, has since left the company with little insight as to why. So Mumbauer's team saw this as their short-lived autonomy being stripped, says Bloomberg. Dozens of Naughty Dog staff were joined the project, and some had actually worked on the original Last of Us, giving them more weight in discussions about T1X's, the project name for the remake, Direction. And it's then noted that some of the staff not attached to Naughty Dog didn't feel heard and the shift in creative input caused several staff members to leave the company. Mumbauer founded the group in 2007 and pulled a group of about 30 developers from other game studios for Sony Visual Arts Service Group under the Sony name. The purpose of the group was, and is, to provide Sony support for most popular franchises, and according to Bloomberg, the studio was almost condemned from the start, with the site reporting that Sony allegedly failed to acknowledge the existence of SVASG. Funding, manpower and other resources were always an issue, something that drove several staff to leave since the group's birth. And release information isn't available at this time for the reported remake, but it seems that Naughty Dog is still being assisted by the smaller group at this time. Well, next up in the news, Bethesda delays Deathloop again, and this one comes from Tom Phillips out of Eurogamer. So Bethesda's PC and PlayStation 5 console exclusive Deathloop has been further delayed and now launches on the 14th of September 2021. In a statement issued this afternoon, developer Arcane Leon said it wanted to prioritise the health and safety of everyone working on the game. We've made the decision to delay the launch of Deathloop to 14th of September 2021, Arcane Leon wrote, and we're committed to quality and preserving our team's ambitions for Deathloop while ensuring the health and safety of everyone at Arcane. We'll be using this extra time to accomplish our goal, create a fun, stylish and mind-bending player experience. We apologise for the extended wait and thank you for all your passion and excitement. It's the fuel that powers our creativity and our hard work, and we can't wait to show you more Deathloop soon. 
So the next game from Prey and Dishonored Studio Arcane Deathloop was originally due to arrive in 2020 before being pushed back to May 2021. It's now going to arrive on PC and PS5 in September 2021 with a 12-month console exclusivity window before it turns up on Xbox and Game Pass in September 2022. Well, next up in the news, Age of Empires 4 launches autumn 2021 and includes a Norman campaign. This one comes from Wesley and Paul, uh, if you're a gamer. So Age of Empires 4 launches autumn 2021. It's going to be available on PC via Steam in the Windows Store and will be available on day one on Xbox Game Pass for PC. The real-time strategy sequel includes a Norman campaign, one of four historic campaigns in the game at launch. There's a new presentation style for Age of Empires 4 campaigns that draws inspiration from gilded manuscripts of the time and the Golden Soldiers project historical events over present-day real-world locations and aims to provide a realistic sense of place and how events unfolded hundreds of years ago and Microsoft said it's all very BBC documentary. So here's the official blurb on the Norman campaign. So the Norman campaign will tell the story of Duke William of Normandy as he wrestles control of England from King Harold starting at the Battle of Hastings and then following his descendants Robert, William II, Henry I as they continue to fight what would become modern-day England. All the classic medieval units are shown here in the action from knights on horseback engaging with pikemen across large fields and there's a battle capped off with a great-looking castle siege. Age of Empires IV has four ages, so medieval, feudal, castle and imperial. The civilizations revered including the English, the Chinese, the Mongols and the Delhi Sultanate. So eight playable civilizations are planned for launch. And there's also a new stealth forest mechanic, and this involves unique patches of forest that units can hide within to set up ambushes. Sight into and within these forest areas is severely limited, meaning armies could move right past each other and never see each other. And you know your units are in stealth woods by the blue outline around them and their whispered responses. Well, that is it for the video game news today, and thank you so much for watching or listening. For more video game news like this, like, subscribe and share with a friend. To join our community, check out the Discord link in the description. And you can follow me on Twitter at TWIFG Podcast. This Week in Video Games is also a patron and you can find out more on patreon.com forward slash This Week in Video Games. You can sign up for more rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles and community features. Check out the links down there in the description or the show notes for more information. Well, thanks again. I'll see you soon.